Let's have a, a lively show. A lively show, not a boring show. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Welcome to the Wind Daily Podcast. I really hope that part recorded with David Jones talking about a lively show. If it did, uh, more power to this podcast. So we're going to have a lively show, like you just said. It's David, myself, Jason, and Javi. Um, we're going to talk about this divisional playoff round for FanDuel and DraftKings. We have two slates. We're kind of just going to talk about each game, maybe build a lineup for either the Saturday-Sunday slate. Um, we're not going to share lineups. We're not going to enter 450 lineups together and be <laughs> criticized by the entire Twitter universe out there. But um, we're going to make some lineups. You know, We're going to talk Saturday first, and the first game on the docket is Minnesota and San Fran. We were all shocked. I'm not sure if you're shocked, but the Vikings are still in the playoffs. They basically smashed the Saints when everybody thought the Saints would smash them. Uh, Kirk Cousins showed up, Dalvin Cook. Uh, not to Avi's liking, had a monster game. Adam Thielen came back from injury, and they're back, and they're playing against the 49ers. So, David, what do you think about these Vikings? Are they for real? Can we play them? Are the Niners' defense for real? What do you think about Jimmy? We got some cheap wide receivers. We got Mozart. Where are you looking to in this game? Yeah, so uh, the Vikings, they've got a, you know, their whole offense runs through Cousins, Cook, Thielen, Diggs, and then it, Rudolph really just got lucky last week. I think it was a great call. I mean, Javi nailed it, but it was the last play of the game, and uh, he's just not one of the top guys that's going to be targeted when Thielen's back. I'm not on many of these Vikings just because I like San Fran's defense too much. I like that they've had a week off. I think they're going to win the game. Minnesota's traveling around the country. They're flying out to the West Coast, and I know that probably doesn't mean much in the playoffs. Everyone's going to be ready. But I do think San Fran is the better team, and they're going to get them here. Dalvin Cook's a better play on DraftKings just because he catches the ball too. I think the Minnesota Vikings wide receivers are priced a little higher than I want. Thielen had a great game. If I had to choose one of the two between Thielen and Diggs, I would take Thielen. I think Javi would take Diggs, but I'm not really on either one of them. Um, but I am on the San Francisco side, so I do like Raheem Mozart a lot. He's priced way too cheap, 6700 on FanDuel. I'm probably starting with him. I mean, he's looked great. Coleman has disappeared. Breed has disappeared. It's Mozart's backfield, and that's who I'm going to play. And then for the San Fran wide receivers, I like both Debo Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders is priced too cheap for Emmanuel Sanders. He's 5700 It's too cheap. And then Debo Samuels has looked great for the San Francisco 49ers. I like them both. If I had to choose one, I'll take Debo, but I'll probably make two teams and put them both in because I do like them that much, and I don't know how popular that's going to be. And as far as Kittle goes, um, he's my third tight end this week. I, I love his skill set, but he's not one of my top guys, um, but I'm not going to fault you if you play him. Javi, you got anyone different here? No, I mean, you, you said it. I, I'm more on digs this week than Thielen, I think – his little hissy fit on the sideline um, kind of turned things around. And I think he's got the better matchup this week going against the 49ers. 49ers defense, actually, the last five weeks, uh, I know they had a bye last week, but the last five weeks was actually pretty terrible. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't the once dominant best defense the first 10 weeks. Uh, you know, they, they kind of struggled. So I think, you know, they're going to be playing from behind. Cook is my top running back play. I know you do hate to hear this, but I'm fading Henry. Um, I'm going to do one Henry lineup just to be hedge it like I usually do. But um, <clears throat> I like Mostert. I like um, Cook a lot. 
and I like Diggs. Um, and then Debo and e Emmanuel Sanders, I'm, I'm on board with what you said. So um, I'm off Thielen. I'm off Kittle because Minnesota defends um, the tight end pretty well. And I'm off Rudolph. So um, it's really Diggs, Debo, Emmanuel Sanders, Mostert, and Cook. So five players for me I'm targeting in this game. What about you, Jay? A couple things I want to ask you guys. Um, number one, uh, Mozart versus Damian Williams. Just tell me a name, both of you guys. DJ? God, that's a tough one. They're priced right next to each other. I'd probably go Mozart. Avi? Um, I'm going to go Damian Williams because I like the Chief offense, Chiefs yeah. offense the most. Yes, yeah, I, I, vote, I vote Damian Williams. Williams there too. So that's what I'll be on that. And then my second question for you guys, cheapest defense on the board or one of the cheapest defense on the board is the Vikings. And I threw them in my cheat sheet on winddailysports.com. Their defense, you know, for the last, let's say, six weeks have averaged above eight points, you know, seven, eight points, nine. They had a big game against the Chargers, 27, 13 versus the Lions, nine versus the Packers, eight versus the Saints. This defense is actually pretty good. Um, Price-wise, they're there, too. I, I know the Niners' offense has been good. They've been putting up points here and there. But it's Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not proven. This run game has been good, but it's, it's still Mozart. It's not like they're running Derrick Henry there. Um, can you guys get behind me with a, a Vikings defense for value? Um. I can, but I I don't know. I mean, I the run game for the 49ers is strong with Mostert and Brita and Coleman, even though they're not in it anymore. And I don't, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't make that many mistakes. I, I don't think I don't believe in him. I don't think the 49ers are gonna make it because of Garoppolo. Um but you know, the cheap defense last week did did uh I don't want I hate to bring it up, DJ, okay. sorry, but the cheap defense last week did uh did do work and I think you know, punting defense could work out, but I, I think I'm going to just go to the Chiefs this week for defense uh, as well on top of their offense. So I, I'm I'm off it. I'm not going to have it. Um, if I do, it'll be one share. DJ? In a huge GPP, I get it. I mean, what you're looking for is for the Ravens to stay under 10, for San Fran to stay under 10, for the Packers to stay under 10, and the Chiefs to stay, you know, under under 10 or 9. Um if you know the Vikings can hang around there with seven or eight points, then yeah, it's a great play. But it's just, I don't know. We have a couple of elite defenses here in the Ravens and the 49ers, and I like what the Chiefs are doing. So I, I get it. I think it's a good call in a GPP. I mean, I think it's ballsy to put that on the cheat sheet and, and you know, stand behind it. And it, I don't think it's the worst play. I mean, the Falcons went into San Fran and, and stopped them. So the Vikings in the playoffs, everyone's going to be up. So. I don't think it's terrible. It's not one of my top ones, but down there at the you know bottom four price defenses, it'd be my favorite one. Yeah, I think on FanDuel, you know, I like the Ravens a lot. Um, Niners are good, but I think they're a little bit overrated at this point. And then the the defense I would be targeting, if I can get up to, would be the Chiefs. You know, Watson can't get protected. They're going to be sacking him. Um, but then after that, look, you know, the Vikings held really strong that entire game versus Kamara, Michael Thomas, and Drew Brees. Drew Brees is better than Garoppolo. Kamara is better than Mozart. Michael Thomas is better than any of the wide receivers San Fran has. So if they can shut down, you know, that team in a dome, I think they can shut down the 49ers, or at least hold them down. 
and grab you eight to ten points and they're a thousand dollar discount and there's not many spots you can get discounts so i really like the vikings defense i think that's you know one of my favorite plays a lot of people talking about dalvin cook i was on him last week um this week against his defense i think there's better spots um if i had to pick one running back um they would come in a game on sunday and we'll get to that but Let's talk about this Baltimore game now. You know, you got to make a big decision here. Lamar Jackson is what we all think the best quarterback on the slate. Um, crazy numbers this year, MVP. Um, but he's like $2,000 more than all the quarterbacks on FanDuel. Um, 9400 You know, if he's not 2000 he's $1,000 above everybody on DraftKings. He's more expensive than everybody as well. So I still, in my first lineup I made, I have him in my lineup right now. Um, I'm going to make lines without him. I think you can go both ways because that price is really heavy. You know, $2,000 more than a Aaron Rodgers or a Deshaun Watson or other players in, this ga- in these other games. That makes sense. So that's where I'm going to land there. I think Hollywood Brown is really cheap too. So he's an easy pairing with Lamar Jackson. And then you got, you know, Mark as well that you can throw in the Mark Andrews, which will be a nice pairing, slight discount from Kelsey and Kittle, which makes a lot of sense. And their defense makes sense. But the tougher question is, um, running backs, do you have any um, say on Mark Ingram or maybe playing some Gus Edwards? And what are you guys doing with uh, Derrick Henry in this game? Yeah, so I agree. Lamar Jackson, top guy. It's easy. The reason I like him at quarterback so much, he's been doing it all season. Of course, he runs, he throws. We love that. And receiver and running back is a position that fluctuates. So if I can lock down a lot of points at quarterback and just nail one of these other wide receivers for cheap or tight ends for cheap or running back for cheap, that's what I'm going to try and do. So Lamar Jackson's my top guy. Uh, Derrick Henry is such a workhorse. The price is very expensive on FanDuel. I don't know. I mean, the problem with Derrick Henry this week is that all the running backs are in great spots. Henry, Jones, Cook. Williams, Mozart, and I even like Ingram this week. Uh, they're all in good spots, and they're all cheaper. So if you can fit Henry, by all means do it. It's going to be hard to do, but I just he's pretty unstoppable. Uh, another issue that would come in with Henry is if Baltimore's up a couple touchdowns and Tennessee's forced to throw it more to A.J. Brown. That could hurt him. That's game scripting, but I do think it's the game script that comes into play. So it's going to be hard to get Henry when you have other good choices. Uh, narrative I talked about on our podcast last night. I'm a uh, Alabama graduate. Derek Henry and Mark Ingram went to school with me. They both were teammates. They both won the Heisman Trophy, and they are both facing each other in the NFL playoffs this weekend. I think Ingram's going to be fine this game. I know he's questionable with a Q tag. That's going to keep his uh, ownership down, in my opinion. Mark Ingram gets it done every few weeks. I mean, uh, he doesn't get as many carries as Henry's is going to get, but uh, if they're up, they're going to give it to Ingram. The one thing you have to check out with Ingram, though, is make sure he's playing Make sure he's got the full workload. But if he's a go, then he's a go. They're not just going to roll him out there, uh, you know, with one leg. So I don't hate Ingram at all. And then over at wide receiver for the Ravens, Marquise Brown, you know, he's hit or miss. But, man, he is cheap this week. On FanDuel, he is – where's he at? Where's he at? He's at like 5,400. 5,500, something like that. 5,300 yeah. on FanDuel. So that's super yeah. cheap, so I do like him. But even cheaper than Marquise Brown – you have Willie Sneed down here at just bare minimum price, $4,500. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I like him a lot as a punt. He got five targets last week. The couple weeks before that in Cleveland, he got nothing because they didn't need the starters. 
versus the Jets, they were crushing him, I assume. I'd have to go back and look, but only got one target. I mean, he gets in the end zone. He's had a two-touchdown game this year. He's had a, a few touchdowns after that. He's fine. $4,500 is a good punt for him. And then Mark Andrews over at the tight end position. Going up against Tennessee, they're bad. 27th-ranked fantasy uh, defense against the tight end. I like Mark Andrews a whole lot. He's probably my favorite tight end for the price this week. And uh, not really on any of these Tennessee guys. If I had to choose one, it'd be A.J. Brown, just because they're going to have to air it out. He has looked fantastic before last week against New England. We told you not to play him. Don't play wide receiver one against New England. But before that, it's it's pretty close to, I mean, Michael Thomas numbers, 20 points, 14, 21, 31. What else do you want from him? So I think A.J. Brown is a guy everyone's sleeping on, and he could do some work. Javi, what do you think? Wow, that was, uh, that was pretty short. Um, I am <laughs> I am going to say that I am not on Mark Ingram because of the injury. That's, that's how I'm going to start out because – it worries me. I, we haven't heard anything. Yeah, he's he's good to go. He's supposed to play, but how healthy is he? You know, he started off the week without practicing because of the calf issue, a calf, a, a hamstring, you know, a thigh. All that stuff is, you know, it it scares me. Um, you know, I, I play softball. Jay, you play softball, and I don't know if you've had an injury like that. I've had just soreness in my in my calf and in my hamstring, and it makes me not want to play. I can't imagine playing playing full speed uh, football um, with this, you know, with the pros and all that. So that, that concerns me a lot. Um, so I, I mean, I love the matchup for Ingram, but I'm just worried about the injury. So I, I guess before I dive in, by the way, I'm, I'm on all DJ's plays. So I'm not going to, you know, preach a little bit more, but before I go that, does the injury not scare you at all DJ with Ingram? Cause I know he's your top, your top player because of narrative. So. No, it's, it, that's really it doesn't. I, I do like narratives, but that's not really. I mean, narratives don't mean that much in the playoffs. I mean, everyone's there to play and, and get to the Super Bowl. That's the big. Yeah, but like, given his price, I, I mean, his price is down. Uh, but given the injury, that that doesn't scare you off him a little bit. Uh, it scare like like I said, if he if it's saying he's going to have a limited workload or you know, not expected to get a full role, then yeah, of course I don't want to play him, but. It's just a guy who's sandwiched in between these other really good backs and other really good spots. And he's not my favorite running back on the slate, but I'm mm -hmm. not going to ignore Mark Ingram in a playoff game um, if he's going to get full run uh, on mm -hmm. it that I think is going to win pretty good. So we just have to watch the news on him. Yeah, I mean, we, we can skip through. I mean, I, Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown, Lamar Jackson. I'm not on any tight ends. Like I said, I'm fading Henry. Um except in one of my because I, I think i'm doing about five lines uh haven't made and um you know i have henry in one of those just in case he goes off and you know he's the workhorse but i i you know there's a running back i like that we'll talk about later um what about you jay i, I mean i'm good to move on yeah with this game um i'm off henry i think this game plays at a slower pace and if the ravens do go up um i think they you know Henry's too expensive to get to value. Uh, that's the way I'm looking at it right now. I think it's just a little bit too expensive to get the value. I think there's better guys and better spots. And I don't think this is a good matchup for him at all. I think game script says they're going to be down. I think the Ravens win this game by, you know, one or two touchdowns here. So they're going to be throwing the ball. Um, this is where the Tannehill train, I think, stops. It might be a little sloppy, too. It's looking like there's a potential for some rain here. 
So that would lower my expectations on this entire game. I think it might play a little bit lower scoring than we think. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm off most of this game. I just got to make a decision on Lamar Jackson. That's like the way I got to decide on because the, the receivers are cheap. Kind of feel like a trap a little bit with Marquise Brown and Willie Sneed and, and Mark Andrews, but they're all cheap enough to play. It's a four-game slate. So currently I do have Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, but I'm going to think, you know, think around and, and see what this weather's really looking like before I make a final choice. But I'm off all the Tennessee guys. I'm not really playing anybody on Tennessee. I'm just, you know, scratching them off the list and, and moving on. The next game, though, I think is going to be the game that you want to target a lot from. It's the Chiefs for the, versus the Texans. I got Mahomes number one. I think somehow he finds a way to get ahead of Lamar Jackson. Unless Lamar Jackson runs, you know, for 120 yards and rushes for two touchdowns, I think Mahomes beats him because I think this is going to be the highest scoring game of the slate. No weather to really deal with at this point that I see. It's got the highest over-under with 51. So I, I love Mahomes. I think Damian Williams is the best value running back of the slate. He's looked good. He's looked explosive. You know, LaShawn McCoy hasn't really been playing much. There are other backs there that kind of scare me. Like, who who knows what, you know, Andy Reid does. He, he mentioned earlier in the season that he wasn't going to play that much McCoy to save him on a, on a workload issue. So I don't know if he's saving him for this, but Damian Williams have looked really good the last couple of weeks. So I like Mahomes. I like Tyreek Hill. Um, if DJ's boy Fuller plays, he's a good salary saver. They're going to be playing from behind a long time in this game. Deshaun Watson, I'm kind of worried about. You know, I don't think I'm going to get there on Deshaun Watson in my one optimal lineup, but he's going to be playing from behind. They don't really have much of a running game. But I'm really going to be on the Kansas City side and the Kansas City defense side. Kelsey, Hill, Mahomes, uh, Damian Williams. And then maybe I'll force in some Hopkins and Fuller if I think the Texans kind of stay with them. You know, they did beat them. They did play really well against them earlier this season. So there's a chance. So I, I kind of like Hopkins low-owned. And if Fuller plays, I like Hopkins more. And there's some potential for me to like Fuller a little bit more. Um so I can I can see this game being a good game to target or game stack. So DJ, any love for Fuller, Hopkins, the Texan side, Watson? What's your thoughts on the Texan side first? Uh, I'm scared of Fuller just because I, I know he's going to try and tough it out, but I don't think he's going to make it the whole game. You know he's my boy. I love Will Fuller when he's healthy. I don't think he's healthy. I think he's pushing himself because it's the playoffs. It, it's hard for him to stay healthy. If I miss on Will Fuller, I'm going to absolutely hate it because I love Will Fuller. But with him on the field, it, does, uh, it doesn't help Hopkins, and it doesn't help Stills, who popped up with a, uh, a knee injury at practice. He looks like he's going to play, too. But, look, it's not that easy to throw in the Kansas City Chiefs. It was last year. It's not this year. They're, I mean, they're second right now. It's the end of the season, and they're ranked second in a, uh, best fantasy uh, defensive backfield. It, they're hard to throw on. So don't – I'm not targeting it. I, I'm just not on it. But I am on this Kansas City side. Patrick Mahomes is QB2 after Lamar. Damian Williams, I do like a lot. His price is good. He's the RB1. But you do make a good point about LaShawn McCoy, Jay. He's still there, and he's a vet, and he's going to get a little bit of a run here. So it'd be sick to see him vulture Dame Williams, but I still think Dame Williams is the guy you want to go to. And I like Tyreek Hill a great deal. 
going against Houston. They are bad covering wide receivers. Andy Reid's had two weeks of prep for these guys. Tyreek Hill can beat anybody. I like Tyreek Hill a lot. He's my uh, wide receiver 1B, I would say, on this entire slate. And then Kelsey. I mean, he's a stud. You know where the ball's going in Kansas City. Take the top guys there. You don't have to worry about anything else. But I'll throw into, uh, I did a podcast last night with Nick, and he has a sleeper on the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's Sammy Watkins. He is mm-hmm. very cheap. He likes the matchup a lot. And uh, that's just a guy that we're taking a punt on in GPPs. Javi, do you hate Sammy Watkins? Do you like any of these other guys that are cheap for wide receiver in Kansas City? Yeah, so I think if I my pivot for Sammy Watkins is going to be, or my pivot to Marquise Brown will probably be Sammy Watkins. So I will have uh, minimal shares. It won't be as much, but uh, I, I think I'm going to throw some Sammy Watkins. I, I got talked into it a little bit. I, I hate to do this in the playoffs now because I don't know who to trust, but it's all hands on deck now. I think the time for you know Demarcus Robinson and. Hardman and all that is done. I think it's just going to be the Watkins Hill Kelsey show, but more the Hill and Kelsey show. So, uh, like I said, I love the Chiefs. Chiefs defense, my number one. Um, Kelsey's the number one tight end in my eyes, and then it's you know Mark Andrews after that, um, and then Damian Williams is probably my favorite running back because of of um, of his price tag. So it's it's going to be interesting how I position all this, but I'm going to have a bunch of bunch of chiefs it seems like uh, i mean in the sunday only i don't hate going three chiefs with the defense um but in you know if you're gonna do saturday sunday don't don't do that i wouldn't say i, w- I wouldn't recommend that but i don't hate going mahomes hill kelsey together i mean you're gonna be strapped for cash a little bit um but i i mean i'm i'm, I'm all in on the chiefs i'm not on watson i'm not on hopkins I'm not on anybody on the Texan side, and I think you were talking about this on the podcast too. Duke Johnson is somebody that I do like from the Texans, so for salary relief to to pivot, and it's on GPP plays because I think they'll be playing from behind, and he's going to be the main running back. Um, so I'm pretty much fading the Texans hard, except for Duke Johnson. Jay, now how much how much Casey is too much for you? Can you play Williams with two raw receivers, or only Williams and one? Uh, I think Williams and one is probably your safest bet. Um, what do you think, DJ, in a slate like this? Yeah, so Nick was telling me he had a, a stacked Kansas City lineup. I mean, look, it kind of all matters on the price, too. Um, but I, I'm not going to have too, too many of these guys. I'll have, like, one wide receiver in Hill. If I can fit Kelsey, that's great. But uh, my main target's going to be Lamar Jackson, so I don't think I'm going to be stacking up this game. But you know how it goes. It's a four-game slate. If this one shoots out, the other one doesn't. Then it, you know, it works out. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, I gotta check this weather out. I think weather might have something to do with that game in Baltimore. So we'll check that out. But the second favorite, or my, it's gonna be tough for me to get off the running back pairing of Aaron Jones and Damian Williams. Like those are the two pieces that feel most comfortable right now, making a lineup on a Friday night before. You know, I really dig in tonight and dig in tomorrow afternoon before lock at 4.30. Um, quick reminder, we do have a free roll on FanDuel. Just enter fanduel.com backslash win daily, all lowercase. Um, it covers the Saturday and Sunday slate. So if you listen to this podcast, hop in there, got a chance to win some prizes. Um, and every lineup that I've kind of built so far has been with Aaron Jones and Damian Williams. Um, 
Rodgers to Adam stacks makes sense. You know, Adams should have a really good game here as well. But they really want to run the ball in Green Bay. And I think they're going to win this game pretty easily. So Aaron Jones comes in as the safest play of the slate. Dude has like 19 touchdowns on the season. He's well-rested at home. Um, 100 yards in the last two games. Finding the end zone. Goal line back. Catching passes out of the out of the backfield as well. So I like him on DraftKings and FanDuel. He's pretty safe. I think he's the safest guy on the slate. Um, but you never know. So I wouldn't go all in on him. Um, if I'm making five lineups, he'll probably be in three or four out of my five, and I'll, I'll pivot off the last one. But I really like the pairing of him and Damian Williams. I'm not going to really be playing much Seattle. I think Green Bay, um, their defense has gotten better as well. So not really targeting Green Bay. I mean, Seattle players, they didn't look too impressive versus Philly, and Philly's really bad defensively through the air. Their run game is nobody I really want to target. I don't hate Marshawn Lynch for a cheap running back because he's been used in every single goal line spot. So if they score a touchdown or two, chances are that Marshawn Lynch gets one and he's cheap enough to pay off at that price. So I don't mind him just to try to vulture a touchdown or two and get lucky. Um, Not really playing Metcalf. I hope he's highly owned after last week. I'm not going to really target that. It's really going to be the Green Bay side. Aaron Jones as my main running back I'll have the most of. And then I'll have some shares of Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams or Adams by himself. So that's the way I see this game. Not much Seattle for me. Um, DJ, how do you get it going? Yeah, uh, I think you nailed it with Green Bay. Uh, I'm not on Aaron Rodgers. There's too many other running. I I like quarterbacks that run and pass, and there's too many of them on this slate for me to consider Aaron Rodgers. I know it's playoff Rodgers, whatever. He's only got one wide receiver, so I'm off Rodgers. Aaron Jones, great spot. He's going to get fed. Coaches come out and said that he's going to get the majority of the snaps, even though Williams is back. So it's Aaron Jones. Great play. 8,200 on FanDuel. Love it. Devontae Adams is my number one wide receiver on the slate, just above Tyree Kill. $8,400. Don't care. I'm going to figure out a way to get him in there. Aaron Rodgers targets his main guy in the playoffs. He likes to do it throughout the season. Adams is healthy. It's He's going to get targeted over 10 times. You can guarantee it. I promise you. Might be more like 14, 15. He's going to be the number one guy he looks at at the end zone. He, If he catches the ball, he's your number one wide receiver, and he's going to catch the ball. And then over at the tight end position, I talked about this a little bit last night. Look, this is a slate. You, If you play the four-gamer, you have a lot of really good tight ends to choose from. You have Kelsey, you have Kittle, you have Andrews. That's the three best tight ends in the league so far this year. But if you look down... Jimmy Graham is $5,000, and he's going. he technically has the best matchup out of any of them against Seattle. And he's got probably the second-best hands on the team, too. So I can see Graham getting targeted in the red zone after Adams, or if Adams is double-covered, which he will be. I can see Graham peeling off and, and getting a couple looks. And I like Jimmy Graham at the price of $5,000. And that's going to be the stand I take this week, a lot like Taysom Hill last week. That's going to be my cheap guy that I think's way underpriced and in a great spot. So, and then over on Seattle, not really looking at many of these guys. I'm not on DK Metcalf again. Won the Bachelorette a million dollars over the Bachelorette and her husband a million dollars last week. Hope people chase it. He jumped Tyler Lockett in the price. And I'll tell you what, I know uh, Javi's on Lockett a little bit. So, why don't you tell us about uh, any of these Seattle guys you like? Yeah, I, I think I'm on Travis Homer, similar to. Um, what I was saying about Duke Johnson playing from behind, I think Seattle's going to be playing from behind, so I think it's going to be a lot of Russell Wilson running or dump off to Travis Homer. Um, so I think he's sneaky. 
as a GPP play. I'm not on Lynch, hard fade. I'm not on Metcalf, hard fade. Uh, yeah, he's been targeted more recently, but I think Lockett's, Lockett's the main guy in Seattle still. Um, so I, I think it's a bounce back game for him. I think everyone's going to be on Metcalf and, you know, because of that, I think Lockett's going to be sneaky. I, I think he can get a garbage time touchdown. Or I, I mean, Green Bay's going to win this game, in my opinion. But um, I think Lockett's going to be the main benefactor for Russell throwing the ball. Um, not on Hollister. Unfortunately, he screwed us last week. But um, pretty much just Lockett and Homer from the Seattle side. And then uh, Green Bay side. I'm on the same page as you. Um, I, I think I owe you an apology, DJ, about Taysom Hill, so I apologize um, <laughs> for doubting you. Um, so I will play Jimmy Graham this week in a few lineups because uh, I trust your judgment. So um, I, I, he wasn't on my radar at all, but after listening to you and Nick um, on the podcast on Win Daily Sports, um, I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a good play, especially if, if we're going to need salary savers, if we're going to play Lamar Jackson and Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill and all these guys. So um, give me give me all the Jimmy Graham and Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense, man. Jimmy is cheap. You need salary savings. Um, there's some salary savers at wide receiver. Uh, if you do go Jimmy Graham, it, it opens up a lot, though. So, now he wasn't really on my radar. You know, I was thinking – you know, either pay up with one of the top three guys because you got to think, you know, just to play devil's advocate, the value is there for sure. Um, but we're talking a slate with three legit tight ends. So yeah. one of those three top guys are going to get in the end zone and probably put up a 18 to 22 point game. Um, if Jimmy doesn't get there and he puts up a five point game, then you know, you're chasing at all your other spots. Doesn't mean you can't get there, but, you know, that'd be my worry, you know, to some extent. But he opens up a lot in your salary. You know, he'll he'll allow you to get, you know, three or four studs if you pay down at tight end. So it makes a lot of sense as well. You know, the, the, the question I have for you guys, kind of from a strategy standpoint, I kind of hinted at it. Um, are any of these teams a team that you feel comfortable playing a running back with two wide receivers, whether it's a tight end or a wide receiver, like what do you think ends up winning this and what's too much from one offense is, is three guys too much from an offense, not including the quarterback, you know, we're going to, you know, slide a quarterback out, but would it be too much to put three guys in a lineup? You think? I think uh, if you're going to go three guys, uh, you have to go to the quarterback to stack it up. <clears throat> I don't think there's a, um, any way around it, but I don't mind a Mahomes, Williams, and Hill or Kelsey. I also don't mind a Mahomes with um, those three and, and the Chiefs' defense. I think Houston's offensive line is is awful. It's borderline pathetic, and Watson's running for his life. The Bills sacked him, what, eight times last week? Plus, they had a fumble recovery, so they hit value easily because of that, and I think the Chiefs can do that too, and they're not priced up at all. Um, I know DJ likes the Ravens a lot, but – uh, I'm all in on the Chiefs, and I think. Um, well, what about like what I'm asking is like what about can you play Adams, Graham, and Aaron Jones together? Can you play Damian Williams, Tyreek Hill, and say Kelsey together? Can you play yeah. that much together? In a small slate like this, yes, uh, I think I think you can. Um, but I think again, if you're going to play that, you have to play the quarterback too. Um, DJ, what do you think? 
Yeah, I agree. If you if you've got a, I know that's not really your question, but Jay, but if you've got three of the guys from the offense, you got to have the quarterback on there too. Even if um, one of them is a running back, though. Yeah, yeah, because you've got two wide receivers, and if you're talking about, I mean, uh, uh, one thing that's changed a lot this year too that I want to point out is a lot of these running backs can catch passes, and, and I've made the mistake of not pairing up running backs with quarterbacks because it's a running back and you don't think they're going to catch the ball. Uh, most of these guys on this slate can catch a, a ball and get in the end zone or, you know, get it however many yards they need to get. Um, so I, I have no problem with playing a running back with a quarterback. And on such a small slate, you can stack it. I mean, it's just a team stack. You can stack them up. If you think uh, Kansas City's going to go out there and thrash Houston, then stack them all up. If you think, you know, Baltimore's going to do the same thing, stack them up. Because if Baltimore goes out and scores 45 points like they have been, you're going to need it. So. Yeah, on a small set like this, I think it's fine. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so um, that's pretty much the slate. Do you guys want to build a quick lineup real quick on FanDuel for the Saturday and Sunday? Let's do it. All right, uh, I'll go first. Um, I'll make it easier for you guys, and I will slide in Patrick Mahomes over Lamar Jackson just to give us some salary saving. All right. Uh, I'll go since we have Mahomes. I'm taking. Uh, I'm going to go and take Tyreek Hill. I love him. I love Adams, but we've got Mahomes, and uh, I'm taking Hill. Okay. Okay. Um, if that's the case, I will take Aaron Jones. All right. So I will take the guy I feel the safest about, Damian Williams. So we now we have Mahomes, Williams, and Tyreek on a lineup. Yep. And I think that's okay. I mean, Dame's getting targeted a lot in the past game. I think that's a good correlation that a lot of people aren't going to make, and I have no problem with it whatsoever. Four-game slate, pick the best guy. Amen. Preach, brother. Uh, so I guess we're going to have to go down here and get somebody a little bit cheaper wide receiver. So I'm going to take one of these 49ers guys. Um, it's going to be Debo or Sanders. I think I'm going to take Debo, although I do like Sanders a lot. But Debo just, for whatever reason, feels a little bit safer. They've got him more involved in like some gadget plays. I saw him throw a ball. I saw him run a few. I'll, I'll take Debo and hope that he outscores Sanders at 6,100 on Fanduel. I'm going to uh, I'm going to snake it. So I'm going to go back to back because there's two players I really like, and I want to steal it from you guys. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to go Hollywood Brown next for salary saver. Um, and then Chiefs defense. Those are my two. Nice. Okay. Okay. Um, quick thing, Ob, I just want to ask you a question. You like Sanders or Samuel? Like if in a head to head matchup, who do you got? Debo Samuel. You got Debo too? All right. Yeah. Um, I really do like the Vikings defense for a salary saver, but you snuck in the Chiefs. So let me see where we're at with the Chiefs ah, here. I knew you were going that route. That's why I took yeah, it. You had, to, you, had to, you had to block me, huh? <laughs> no, I like the Chiefs too, man. If I have the money, um, the Chiefs make a lot of sense. Don't get me wrong. I, I think the Chiefs are the better overall defense. But now let me ask you another strategy question, right? Oh, man. Um, game script. You got Mahomes. You got Damian Williams. You got Tyreek Hill. You're taking him because you want shootout. You want points. You want high-scoring game. Do you think that's a proper correlation now with the Chiefs' defense? Because – Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, because I, I'm thinking I, I want to take the Chiefs thinking that, you know, after they're up 
21 nothing because the Chiefs' defense is doing so good, the offense is doing so good, one of the sides got to slow down. Either the offense is going to slow or the defense is going to start letting up points to keep the offense going. So how do you feel about that correlation? I think that the Chiefs are going to um, hold them under, under 17 points, so that's still a good amount of points. And I think they're going to sack Watson – six times and have three turnovers. So that's what I'm playing for, uh, even if they're up that much. So I, they will allow points. I don't think they're going to shut them out. It would be amazing if they did. But I think that, you know, they'll get some garbage time t- touchdowns or whatever. But I think Watson's going to – he makes mistakes. Uh, um, the O-line allows a lot of sacks. And I think that it's – I think it's going to work out all right. So, All right. So we got a couple spots here. We have Marquise Brown, so I might stay away from um, what's his name, uh, Mark Andrews here. But I think you still put Mark Andrews in his lineup. So since we don't have Lamar Jackson, I'll side in Mark Andrews here. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. I mean, it, you can put it's a four game slate. You can pick two underpriced guys from the same offense and put them on there. Of course, that means you know Jackson threw two touchdowns, but we've also got. You know, three Chiefs on our or two Chiefs on our team, so we're going to need Mahomes to do it as well. And he's a thousand dollars cheaper, so I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, the strategy, the strategy behind that too, DJ, just from a from a standpoint. Sorry to cut you off, but since we don't have Lamar Jackson, it kind of hedges not having Lamar Jackson to some extent. So if Lamar Jackson go out there and he throws four touchdowns, chances of our chances are we'll get some of those points through Marquise and Andrews. So if Mahomes hangs in there. It doesn't hurt us as much. If he runs into, then we're in trouble. Great point. Great point about him. Yeah, if he if he's running them in, you're in trouble anyways. But if he's throwing them, you've got a piece of it. Really good yep. point. Yep. So we got a wide receiver and a flex left. Go for it. I think we just have the flex left because we've got Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews. So we just have that flex left. And I don't think we're supposed to finish it oh. We went Andrews. I didn't know we went Andrews. Uh, yeah, we went Andrews. So you got a flex of six thousand. So there's there's options there. You know, you got Marshawn, you got Emmanuel Sanders if you want some more San Fran action. Will Fuller if he plays. Um Duke Johnson, not really. And you what? can always, you know, you can always pay down in your defense, maybe grab a you know, another five hundred and see what that frees up. But that's what we're here to do. Uh, are you guys doing a live stream tomorrow, DJ? Yeah, we're going to – Nick and I are going to do the live stream show tomorrow at uh, noon Eastern. We've got the game starting at 4. It should be plenty of time. Come search Win Daily on YouTube or click the link on the WinDailySports.com homepage. Uh, type your questions in the YouTube chat. We'll answer all of them. Yeah, so the live stream basically is going to give you an update similar to what we just did now, but maybe have some more information on Will Fuller, maybe have some more information on the weather. Um, so check in there and get another perspective from Nick as well. So, so it'll be more lineup questions. So asking whatever you got, and we'll be more locked in on our own lineups to kind of give you, you know, where our head finally landed on after all the tinkering tonight and tomorrow morning. So check out the live stream tomorrow. Check out our cheat sheets if you want to kind of see what our favorite plays on FanDuel and DraftKings are specifically at each spot. We have them there on WinDailySports.com. Our projection models are live for NFL, NBA. And then, you know, if you haven't joined yet, make sure you join and get in our Discord channel because that's where we're, we're sweating out some NBA games right now. Um, on a Friday night, we're talking 
sports betting plays in there. Everything's live in that Discord chat, so make sure you take a look at that as well. Um, David, Javi, where can they find you on Twitter? Come find me at Tenacious D Jones on Twitter.com. You Javi, can you find Twitter name or at Javi underscore Prolezzo, soon to be at Tout underscore Javi. <laughs> That's going to be a new name? Oh, yeah. How's that golf looking? Are you still in first place in the golf? I'm in fourth place for golf in FanDuel. And when I win there, I'm going to tweet a specific someone and give them just a thumbs up and an okay. All right, man. I hope you uh, take down that uh, that golf. And, uh, you know, we got some NBA we're sweating. We got some NFL tomorrow. We'll also be playing the two-game slate. So things change, you know, on a two-game slate. But check everything out at windailysports.com. Have a good night, and we'll see you tomorrow.